Frank? Oh, hey, Sabrina. How are you doing? Fine, I guess. Frank, you sound a little down. Is something wrong? No, it's nothing. It's just that we come to Hebrew school every week and meet an awesome kid contestant who gets to play all sorts of games and answer questions. What, what's wrong with that? I love Hebrew school. It's just that the kids look like they're having so much fun, and I know I'll never get to be a contestant on Hebrew school. Being a host is all right, but it means I'll never win the super big prize. Wait, what prize are you talking about? You know, the huge prize that our contestants win when they get the right answer. I love winning. I love prizes. I want to win the prize. Um, Frank, our contestants aren't here to win prizes. They're here to have fun learning new stuff about being Jewish. And you and I get to do that too. I learn something new every week. That's what is so special about Hebrew school. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure they win prizes. <sighs> Cue the theme music. Welcome to Hebrew School, the game show for really smart kids who want to show off how much they know about all things Jewish and win tons of prizes, like amazing vacations and video games and new bikes. They really don't. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Frank. And our contestant today is Seth. We are so excited to have you today, Seth. Wow, thanks so much. We got a couple of questions for you. You ready? Yeah, definitely. All right. Rapid fire questions. What did you eat for breakfast today? I ate eggs. Okay. What's your favorite Jewish food? Probably one of my favorites is sufganiyot, like mm. uh, the fried donuts you eat for Hanukkah. I love those. What's your favorite holiday? Uh, my favorite holiday is probably Passover because I like the stories and I like the food. And also it's a tradition to have cow tongue on Passover, which is my favorite food. That's great, Seth. You know, I don't think we've ever had a contestant say they like cow tongue before, but I think that we're really excited that you're the first. We have one final question for you, and it is truly epic. Sabrina? Seth, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be all-powerful and control everyone in the universe, including all your teachers and your parents and everyone who makes candy? Uh, I definitely have. Oh. I read a lot of books, so that's come up a lot in my books. Amazing. Well, how about this? What if you had the power to add one more commandment to the Ten Commandments? If you could come up with an eleventh commandment that absolutely everyone in the world had to listen to, what would it be? Uh, it would probably be take care of the earth, like tikkun olam, uh, improve the earth, like plant trees or do something to help the earth because, you know, there's climate change and waste and all that stuff. And I, I, I like the earth and let's preserve it. Seth, that is a very responsible answer. Here's the deal. No matter what kind of school you go to, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. We want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a test, we're going to play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Ready to play? Definitely. I'm so excited. <laughs> Amazing. Our first game is called Maze. Maze. Maze is Hebrew for what is this? We are trying to identify the right Hebrew translation for an English word. Sabrina and I will both tell you what we think the right Hebrew word is, but only one of us has the right answer. One of my favorite things about summer is sitting outside, eating some hot dogs, and watching a beautiful fireworks display. 
So today, we are going to try and figure out how to say fireworks in Hebrew. Ready? Yep. Okay, I'll go first. The Hebrew word for fireworks is zikukim. I like it. The word sort of sounds like fireworks, all explosive and bright. Zikukim. Yeah, that's nice. But the truth is that the Hebrew word for fireworks is kohvei esh, which literally translates to fire stars. Can't you picture those kohvei esh exploding in the sky while you eat some ice cream? Okay, Seth. So you've heard two options for how to say fireworks in Hebrew. Zikukim and kohvei esh. Which do you think is the true definition? Ooh, that's hard, but I think I'm going to go with kokhmei esh because I, I remember hearing esh before and I'm pretty sure it's fire. Oh, it is fire, but unfortunately, the answer is zikukim. Uh, Although I still think Firestar sounds cooler and is definitely the name of my next band. Let me know when your band starts practicing. My bagpipe playing has really improved since last week. Okay, Seth. Our next game is called Emet Emet Sheker. Okay. Emet Emet Sheker. Emet Emet Sheker means two truths and a lie. Frank and I are going to tell you three amazing facts about the state of Israel. Two of them are totally true. You can Google them and everything. One of them is just a big old lie. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, me first. When you think Israeli food, you probably think falafel and hummus. Maybe you also think about shakshuka or barekas or any of the other delicious foods we enjoy thanks to the fact that Jews from every culture and background in the world have brought their food traditions together in Israel. But did you also know that Israel is the number one producer and exporter of gummy candy? That's right, more gummy worms, bears, and my favorite, snakes, are made in Israel than anywhere else in the world. And Israel makes over a million dollars annually shipping their delicious, sweet, gooey confections to other countries. Yum. My favorite candy are the gummy bears that are so sour that your mouth gets all puckered up like this and you can barely talk and you start to cry. Those are the best. Okay, Seth. Ready for your second fact? Yep. Israel is located in the Middle East, where ancient Jews lived and worshipped back in the olden times. Archaeologists are constantly finding old coins and other relics from Jews who lived there thousands of years ago. But did you know that things could have gone very differently? And the Jewish state could have been established in Africa. That's right, none other than Theodore Herzl, the father of modern Zionism, thought it might be a good idea to establish a Jewish homeland in Uganda. I mean, I think we made the right move in deciding that Israel should be where it is today, but it would have been cool to have a Jewish state where we could go on safari. Okay, Seth, here is your final fact. The people who deliver mail in Israel do a great job bringing letters and packages to wherever they're meant to go. But did you know that the Israeli Postal Service has a unique department to deliver some very special mail? Israel is the only country in the world with a letters to God department. Any piece of mail addressed simply to God without any more information is sent to Israel where the post office opens them and in a ceremony overseen by a rabbi, squeezes them into the cracks of the Western Wall in Jerusalem. Talk about priority mail. Okay, Seth, you've heard three facts, and now it's up to you to decide which ones are Emmet and which one is the Sheker. Is Israel the world's leading producer of gummy candy? Did we almost get a Jewish state in Uganda? Or does the Israeli post office make sure to deliver letters to God? Uh, that's hard. 
I'm not sure. I know there's a Western wall in Israel and that you do put letters through the cracks. But is there actually a mail service to um, to deliver them, I wonder? I'm not exactly sure. All of them seem hard. I think I'll go with the gummy bear one. Is a lie. Winner! Yes! While all three facts are unbelievable, the gummy candy one is just too good to be true. And here I was hoping I could swim in a pool full of gummy bears on my next trip to Israel. Good guess. Thanks. Never give up that dream, Frank. Seth, what's your favorite candy? Hmm. My favorite candy is... Uh, there's a really good, like, honey hard candy, and that's probably my favorite. We have time for one more game, and let's just say things are about to get lyrical. Ooh, does that mean what I think it means? Yep. Our next game is... Our next game is Prayer or Pop Song. Prayer or Pop Song. Wow, Sabrina, way to steal my thunder. I'm sorry, I I just got really excited. Mm, Fine. Do you want to explain the rules to Seth? Uh, Are matzo balls delicious? Of course I do, Seth. Frank and I are going to read some lyrics to you. One of us is reading actual words from the Bible. The other one is trying to remember the words from their favorite pop song. Your job is to tell us which is which. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, I'll go first. There is a time that I remember when I felt so lost, when I felt all of the hatred was too powerful to stop. Now my heart feels like an ember and it's lighting up the dark. Mm, Okay, now me. Be careful and guard well your life that you never forget what your eyes have seen, and let them not depart from your memory throughout your lifetime. Transmit to your children. Okay, Seth, now it's your turn. Who was singing the words of God and who was just singing along to the radio? Ooh, this is hard yet again, but um, I, I know there's like a prayer for light and darkness uh, with what you said, but there's also a lot of things about like passing tradition down to your children and like bar mitzvahs and stuff like that. So mm, I think you, uh, I think, I think the pop song is about the light and darkness. Winner. That's correct. I was reciting from the fifth and final book of the Bible, Deuteronomy or Devarim in Hebrew, in which Moses is reminding the Jewish people of all the amazing things they have experienced since leaving Egypt. Sabrina's lyrics were from Memories by Maroon 5. Okay, should we do one more? I'll go first this time. Your wealth, your wares, your merchandise, your sailors and your pilots, the men who made your repairs, those who carried on your traffic, and all the fighting men within you shall go down into the depths of the sea on the day of your downfall. And here is your second set of lyrics. I've been reading books of old, the legends and the myths, the testaments they told, the moon and its eclipse. Okay, Seth, for the grand prize of a trip to Hawaii and a new car. Really, Frank, we don't give out prizes. (laughs) Seth, Want to make your guess? Which one is the prayer and which one is the pop song? Oh, this one I don't really know. I think the one about the books is true. 
The one about the legends and myths? Yep. No, actually, my lyrics were from Something Just Like This by Coldplay. Mm -hmm. While Frank was reciting from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, or Yechezkel, who lived in Babylonia, along with other Jews exiled from Israel by the Babylonian conquest of Israel. Wow, that's fascinating. Oh gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. I must have forgotten to turn off my phone. Sabrina, that's not your phone. I know that because I know that your ringtone is the theme song to Paw Patrol. You're right. That is my favorite song. Marshall, Rocky, Sky and the Gang, keeping Adventure Bay safe. So if it's not my phone, that must mean... Yep, that ringing you hear means we're out of time. Thank you so much for playing with us today, Seth. Thanks, that was really fun. I learned a lot. Please share all your prizes with me. And if you kids listening at home want to play too, and if you're between the ages of 8 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed! Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Studios. It's hosted by me, Sabrina Friedman. And me, Frank Spiro. Our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scaramuccia. Special thanks to Stephanie Butnick and Liel Leibovitz. Please go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review, too. For more about this show and all of the Tablet Studios podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Shalom, Shalom kids! kids.